If you know you should be using Instagram to market your business, brand, or side hustle, but you're feeling overwhelmed and confused, this is the podcast for you. I'm Johanna, your girl for all things Instagram, but here on the podcast, we talk about not just the gram, but all things social media, influencer marketing, digital marketing, and anything else you could wish for. I love carrying on the conversation after the episode, so be sure to find me on Instagram at J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A. Send me a DM or tag me in your stories. Any and all feedback is appreciated. Let's dive into today's episode. Today we're talking about the biggest mistake I see new entrepreneurs making. So I was watching Marie Forleo the other morning and she was talking, teaching on the importance of choosing a target audience. I almost skipped this video in particular because I preach target audiences and I preach niching down to um, niching down to almost everyone I talk to. So I was like, yeah, I get it. I know what she's going to say. I've been teaching this for the last year and I start almost every single one of my trainings with the subject of target audiences. The way she was teaching it as I listened through is very, very similar to how I teach it, so much so that I was actually finishing her sentences and knew the words before they even came out of her mouth. So that being said, I was like, okay, if me and Marie are on the exact same page about this, and Marie Forleo is basically my newest girl crush, by the way, then I definitely need to write a blog post and make a podcast about the importance of target audiences and ideal customers. So that's what I'm here with for you today. But let's back it up. What is a target audience? Your target audience is a subset of the population that you're trying to sell your product or service to, or more simply, a subset of the population that you're trying to get attention from. So if that's your target audience, what is an ideal customer? Your ideal customer is a very, very specific person, real or made up, that you identify as being the absolute perfect fit for your product. And we're going to talk more about those um, as we go through here. So why do you need to think about these people? Well, if you sell your product or service to the specific people that it was made for and to your favorite type of person, then you will have a lot of very happy customers and you'll be happier because you're working with your dream people all the time. Sounds like a win-win, right? So a couple benefits of having a target audience. One, it gives you expert status. So if you're constantly talking to one segment of people over and over and over again, then that's what people will come to you for first, or that's the type of people that will come to you for first. If you start talking about one thing over and over and over and you solve a very specific pain point, it becomes a lot easier to stand out and you become the known person person for solving that problem um, very quickly, which is amazing. Expert status and authority in your industry. Benefit number two of having a target audience is that it provides clear direction for you for your marketing efforts. So when we're super clear on our ideal audience, then every piece of content we create on social media just needs to be made with them in mind. Doing this also helps repel those who probably won't even work with us, and that is a good thing. So having an audience of 10,000 sounds great and all, but if only 1% or less are interested in working with us, it would actually be better to have an audience of just 500 people if 250 were interested in working with us. The third benefit to having a target audience is that you're going to be a better service provider. So if you're focused on attracting your ideal client, then you'll also get to work with that person more often. Like I said before, how great does that sound? When we work with our favorite humans um, and our favorite type of people, we become better service providers and we become happier as well. So not having a target audience is 
a massive, massive misstep in my opinion. And I get it. When we start a new project, we want as many people as possible to know about it. We want to help as many people as possible. We're excited to share our stuff with the world. But one of the most fundamental marketing lessons is this. If you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. That is, if you're trying to sell to everyone, you're actually going to end up selling to no one. And similarly, you may have heard, the riches are in the niches. Although I say niche, so it doesn't quite work it. But you get it. And I get that it might seem scary to niche down. You don't want to leave anyone behind that might want to work with you. But don't worry, these people will find you too. They just aren't your target because might want to hire you isn't really good enough and might want to work with you doesn't pay the bills. So if there is one thing you do moving forward with any of your business investments or actions or planning, I implore you to choose a target audience and I am going to tell you how. Choosing a target audience. Okay, you're like, Johanna, you've convinced me I need I need a target audience, but how do I know who it is? So start by thinking about your offer. If you are a personal brand or an influencer, your offer might just be your blog, your YouTube channel, or your free content on Instagram. If you are someone who has a side hustle or a business, then your offer would be your product or your service. So your offer probably could help a lot of different types of people if they got their hands on it, but who needs it the most? Who's willing to spend money on it? Who can you sell to and work with best? So you might want to take some time to answer those questions. Who needs my product or service the most? Who is actually willing to spend money on it? And who can I sell to and work with best? If you're still feeling overwhelmed, just start with a few demographic-based questions to get kind of a big picture of your target audience. First, are they male or female? What age range are they in? Where do they live? What do they do for work? And if you find yourself thinking, well, they could be male or female and they could do anything for work. I'm challenging you to think about who your product or service is best for, okay? Best for and who you want to work with because there's tons of different types of people in this world. You get to pick who you want to work with. Let's go through some examples. So example number one is you are a massage therapist. So if you're a massage therapist, then your target audience could be man or woman, could be someone who works in construction or someone who works at a desk. But who can you help best? Who do you want to work with most often? Do you want to be the massage therapist known for relieving chronic forearm pain in male construction workers? Or do you want to be known as the massage therapist who relieves chronic upper back pain and neck pain in women who sit at a desk all day? If I'm a woman and I'm talking with my girlfriends at happy hour and one says, my husband goes to this amazing massage therapist who has completely given him his wrist mobility back. I might sit there and be thinking, that's cool, but it's irrelevant to me. I have back pain. But if she says, wow, I went to this RMT who really worked my traps and neck and totally got rid of the tension headache I had for three days before that, I'd be sitting there thinking, get me her. Those are the exact problems that I need solved. So you, as the massage therapist, could likely do both. You could take that male client and help his forearms feel better. You could take that female client and help her back and neck feel better. But who can you help best? Who do you want to help? Example number two, if you are a blogger or an influencer. If you are a blogger or an influencer, so even if you don't have a product or service, you definitely still want to have a targeted audience. Um, so for example, if you're in the fashion space, are you the fashion blogger who teaches the young professional how to dress to impress on a budget? Are you the fashion influencer who shares how to create seasonal collections that can be styled a hundred different ways? Are you the fashion influencer who shares an educational educates on fast fashion and conscious shopping. 
Fashion blogger is not targeted enough. What's behind that? Who are you talking to? Where do you bring value? And what types of people want to consume your content? If you are a fashion blogger who shares about fast fashion and conscious shopping, then your target audience is going to be people who care about um, the environment, right? Example number three, if you are a registered dietitian or a health coach or nutritionist, let's say Let's say you're a registered dietitian, for, for example, you and I both know that you could help people with diabetes or dysphagia or weight gain and a ton of other things, but who can you help best? You get to decide. Again, say you're a dietitian who works with vegans. Sure, you have the knowledge to help a plethora of plant-based eaters, but who are the people actually willing to pay for your service? First, I guess it's the vegan that doesn't feel very well. It's likely someone with a mid-to-high education level and a mid-to-high income who is motivated by health. So you're likely speaking to an educated, let's say 20 to 45 year old woman who is probably somewhat concerned with wellness and well-being. Um, and thinking about that, I would still say it's a little too broad. So do you help people in their first year transitioning to veganism who have dropped, uh, noticed a drop in energy and weight gain? Or do you help maybe vegan mamas who want to raise babies? Again, it goes back to who you want to help and who you can help best. Now, Let's transition from target audience down to ideal client. So once you have your target audience identified, it's time to niche down even further. After you've identified your broad target audience, I want you to get even more specific and you're going to do this by creating what's called your ideal customer or ideal customer avatar. And what you're going to do for this is choose one person. So this is one client or one business that you would work with over and over and over again if you had the choice. Your ideal customer can be someone you've actually worked with that was your favorite ever. You'd love to have them back every day if you could. Or it could be yourself since many of us base our niches around our own transformational stories. Or or it could be a made-up character or even a combination of a past few clients that you think were perfect for your product. So if you can identify this person, one person, and really humanize them, then it will be really easy to show up for them, whether that's on social media or how you develop your offers in the future. And the important thing here is to just have fun with this exercise, get super, super clear, and just have fun with it. So here are some things to consider when you are creating your ideal customer. Identify their gender, age, and occupation, where they live, what their favorite food is, what they do on the weekend, how many kids they have, what car do they drive, what's their relationship status, what do they watch on Netflix, do they watch Netflix, where do they work out? All of these little details. So get as specific as possible, and then if I were you, I would even cap it off and give them a name as well. Say you've decided that your ideal customer is Bryn. She is a 25-year-old university graduate who works full-time. She's currently single. She loves being active, but also having wine with the girls on the weekend, and she lives in your city. That's Bryn. That's your perfect person that you want to work with every time, but that doesn't mean you don't take on clients who are married. It just means that you are subtly marketing to your ideal client, Bryn, day after day, because if you can work with her more often, then everyone's happy, right? She's getting a perfect product or service made for her. You're working with someone that you love working with. Now, because I'm in social media marketing and digital marketing, I want to tie this again and explain how niching down like this leads to a stronger social media presence. After you identify your ideal client, every time you show up on social media, all you need to do is direct your content to them. This means that every caption or post is written with them, this one person in mind. Once you've narrowed in on your niche, then when you are writing information in your Instagram bio, for example, instead of saying, and let's go back to our three examples, if you're a massage therapist, instead of saying, 
massage therapist in Boston. In your Instagram bio, you would say, I iron out the chronic neck and shoulder pain for women who have desk jobs located in downtown Boston. Instead of saying fashion blogger, you would say, I share hundreds of affordable outfit ideas for the university student who likes to keep it cute but chill. Instead of saying, I help vegans optimize their energy, you might say, I teach female college students in the transition to veganism how they can support their hormones and maintain focus and energy while nourishing their body. Boom. So anyone coming to these profiles now knows exactly what they are getting by working with this person or they know I don't need this person and then they don't follow and that's good because we don't want to have these random people in our audience who are never going to work with us. Pro tip here to using your niche to strengthening your social media is by using transformations and testimonials from your ideal clients. So this is going to be a super powerful way to create a ripple effect in attracting more people like them. Again, the bottom line is that if you are talking to everyone, you are talking to no one. So get clear on your target audience and your ideal customer. And then every time you show up on social media, create a new service or product or make any business decision, make sure, make sure you are creating something with him or her in mind. One of the most important things to consider when starting a new business is who you are selling to. Not identifying a target audience is the biggest mistake I see new business owners making. Knowing who you're talking to is the secret to succeeding on social media in 2020 and the secret to growing a loyal audience, establishing an online community, and growing your business through digital marketing. Once again, I'm happy to carry on the conversation about this episode and all things digital marketing over on Instagram. I'd love for you to send me a DM so I know who's listening out here on the worldwide interwebs. For real, it honestly makes my day to hear from you. I'm at J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A. -N -N -A. Chat soon. Bye.